800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Due to the long-duration heavy rain event forecasted by the National Weather Service, along with rising temperatures, there will be an increased avalanche hazard on Thane Road. Thane Road is scheduled to close at the avalanche gates at 6 p.m. today. The closure will remain in effect until the weather conditions allow for avalanche hazard mitigation work or until the hazard naturally decreases. Conditions will continue to be monitored during the closure period. Thane residents should be prepared for extended road closures, and they can visit the City and Borough of Juneau Emergency Management website for personal and household details. On Wednesday night, 15-year-old Gabriel Regan was located at a residence on Amalga Street after being missing for two weeks. The Juneau Police Department reported that he was found safe. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Alaska announced yesterday that 53 people have been charged through nine indictments in connection with a large-scale organized crime ring operating within the state. S. Lane Tucker, U.S. Attorney for the District of Alaska, gives more details on this investigation. For roughly two years, prosecutors from my office have been working hand-in-hand with federal, state, and local law enforcement in an ongoing large-scale drug trafficking investigation. As a result of this investigation, a federal grand jury has returned nine indictments alleging charges against 53 defendants for crimes related to trafficking massive amounts of drugs from Mexico to as far away as Savunga, and with committing violent crimes to further their criminal enterprise operations. The criminal enterprise allegedly sent drugs to Anchorage, Dillingham, Fairbanks, Good News Bay, Ketchikan, Kodiak, Nustayahuk, Palmer, Sandpoint, Savunga, Sitka, Togiak, Tionic, and Wasilla. Over 25 defendants were also charged with money laundering conspiracy to promote drug trafficking and concealing the source of the funds. Court documents identified at least 76 separate money laundering transactions as part of the investigation, including some made internationally to Mexico. An indictment is merely an allegation and all defendants are presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. David Zahn, special agent in charge of the Drug Enforcement Administration Anchorage District Office, speaks to the impact of fentanyl in the country. Fentanyl is the most dangerous drug threat facing our country. This investigation targeted and dismantled a drug network, network operating in California, Oregon, Washington State, and Alaska with the intent of distributing deadly fentanyl to communities in Alaska, including rural and Alaska Native villages. The investigation resulted in 53 indictments. In Alaska, over 36 kilograms of fentanyl were seized, 27 kilograms of methamphetamine, and over 11 kilograms of heroin. In addition, during the investigation in California, law enforcement seized an additional approximately 900,000 fake fentanyl pills and 10 kilograms the DEA is dedicated and committed to targeting fentanyl traffickers and raising fentanyl awareness. 
In this case, fentanyl largely impacted small Alaska villages. The names and more information on the 53 people charged can be found on our website, kinyradio.com. Alaska state troopers say a woman and five children have died in a fire at a home in rural northwest Alaska. Troopers said Thursday that the remains of the six have been recovered. The home was in the Inupiat village of Nuvik. The bodies have been sent to the state medical examiner in Anchorage for identification. Village residents became aware of the fire at about 6 a.m. on Wednesday. Troopers said water was used in an attempt to extinguish the fire, but it was already fully engulfed and too hot to attempt any rescue. The cause of the fire has not been officially determined. Governor Dunleavy shared his priorities for Alaska this year at a chamber luncheon yesterday. That story next with Jordan Lewis when News of the North continues. Republican Governor Mike Dunleavy was at the Juneau Chamber of Commerce's luncheon as its guest yesterday. He spoke on investing in Alaska's future, namely in energy. He says it's important to diversify Alaska's resources away from relying solely on oil. So America is in competition for people. Alaska is in competition for people. We have all the resources in the world to make this the state we all know it can be. Iceland and most places have demonstrated that. The question that we have is, are we going to coalesce around a number of yeses instead of a number of noes? Are we going to say no trucks on the road to get more from Tepno to Fort Knox? Are we going to say no, again, to the Thomas? When it comes to education, Governor Dunleavy says he turned his attention to Alaska's charter schools after a Harvard study. The study looked at outcomes of charter schools across the country. This is the first study looked at actual test scores, the NAEP scores, we call the national, uh, national assessment of educational progress, given all fourth and eighth graders, all schools, public schools nationwide. What they found astounded them. They found that Alaska's charter schools performed way better than any other state's charter schools in the country in outcomes on that test. So when people ask me why is dumb lady trying to get t- teachers more money or dumb ladies trying to improve charter schools, I'm going to go with what's a winner. Now that doesn't mean we ignore our neighborhood schools. We have money in the BSA. NOAA Fisheries is seeking public comment on a draft environmental impact statement for the issuance of an incidental take statement for salmon fisheries in southeast Alaska, which are subject to the 2019 Pacific Salmon Treaty Agreement. The public has 45 days to provide comments. The Pacific Salmon Treaty provides an arrangement framework for salmon fisheries in the United States and Canada, including salmon fisheries that occur in the ocean and inland waters and rivers flowing into these waters. Fisheries in federal and state waters off of southeast Alaska are managed consistent with the 2019 PST agreement. Compliance with the incidental take statement, if issued, would exempt participants in the southeast Alaska salmon fisheries from the Endangered Species Act's prohibition on take of threatened and endangered species. And small bits of plastic are ubiquitous in saltwater and freshwater in south-central Alaska and can even be found in some tap water according to new reports. The report shows that all the samples taken last summer from 39 south-central water sources, ranging from lakes and river sites in the Matanuska Susidna Borough in the north to the waters off the southern coast of the Kenai Peninsula in the south, held tiny bits of plastic fiber. Additionally, about a third had bits of plastic film, which generally comes from bags and packaging, and about a fifth had microfragments, which are tiny bits broken off from harder plastics of plastic feedstock.
Deanna Chapman, who led the project, said she and report co-author Joy Gross expected to find widespread presence of microplastics, but the results were disheartening. She said they had expected to find at least a few fully clean three-liter samples. However, she said as we progressed, every single sample was positive. I think that 100% number surprised me. Chapman is the director of the Alaska Environmental and Research Policy Center, the state affiliate of Environmental America, a national environmental and science organization. Gross worked on the project as a community engagement intern with the Alaska Sea Grant Program. Microplastics, which are bits of plastic no bigger than 5 millimeters long, and even tinier nanoplastics, which can be seen only under microscopes, have been found all over the world. Sites where they've been discovered include remote places like the waters of the high Arctic, in the snows and rivers of the Himalayas, and in the Mariana Trench, the world's deepest ocean area. Within Alaska, they've been found in the rain in southeast, the bodies of seals in the Bering Strait region, and in the birds using waters off the most remote Aleutian Islands. Aside from the plastic itself, the contaminants delivered through plastics have been tracked in bird bodies and even eggs in and around the Pribilof Islands. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, kinyradio.com.